welcome to episode 18.5 of Overwitch. Owlboy again. Owlboy redo, redux. Owlboy boy owl. And this week we talk about Owlboy. I feel like better. I'm not looking at you, but it, it sounds like your face is too close to the, to the camera. Not even the mic. It just sounds <laughs> like your face is too close to the camera. everybody welcome to Overwitch. it's your weekly gaming podcast for your three best friends well i say weekly i'm joe i'm terrence i'm ray we had a little bit of an audio hiccup uh why is everyone looking at me oh my god no one i was looking I was at like him not even gonna even lay the blame directly on yeah. you yeah I just happened Actually, to look at your you. But now that you've, now that you've notes, opened so. the door, <laughs> Terrence didn't Terrence's save fault. his audio. It wasn't even like, oh, Audacity ate our file, or it got corrupted. No, Terrence just didn't save it. So, there. A lot of things on my plate. A lot of things on my mind. Oh, you? <laughs> you too? Um, Love that, So, man. we're here... <laughs> re-recording the Owlboy episode, and it's going to be different this time, and no one's ever going to know what the differences are, except for Ray, because he has I have detailed memory. notes. It's kind of scary. Um, but before we talk about Owlboy, we are going to talk about the owl. Just kidding. <laughs> um, Overwatch. What's going on in Overwatch, other than the owl? No. Uh, Let me try that again. <laughs> So, <laughs> before we talk about Owl Boy, we're going to talk about Overwatch and how the Owl Stage 1 just wrapped up. Ding, ding, ding. There's your transition. Oh. So, you are know, we talking about Owl Boy or Owl or Overwatch? I'm really confused. The Overwatch League Stage 1 just wrapped up, and the winner of the title matches was the London Spitfire. Apparently, it was a 3-2 game for the tiebreaker, the tiebreaker there in the last one against New York Excelsior. That is probably like that's really exciting i guess I that know. is you know i think i re mm-hmm. I, I just might reconsider their invitation to join the um <laughs> the team it was probably mm-hmm. it was probably a really cool game i bet i didn't watch it <laughs> i had other things going on um i'll probably have to catch it one of these days but uh i'm actually more excited about the news so when we originally recorded this episode there was a there was a rumor going around that uh Gaguri, world renowned uh Zarya expert um just kind of accepted as the world's best female Overwatch player um that she was going to be joining Owl. And now I can tell you that she has been signed with the Shanghai Dragons, which is really exciting. Um, I was hoping that she was going to be on Nixle or something, but what do you guys how do you guys feel about that? I think it's great. 
One is not enough, and I will never be satisfied. That is all. <laughs> I'm very excited to see her gameplay. I love Zarya. I haven't seen her play Zarya, but I only know that she's regarded as the best Zarya, probably. Probably. And I'm very excited to see it. I'm just excitement is the word of the day. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to that. Um, there's a, also a lot more stuff going on in Overwatch. It's amazing what happens when you don't record for two and a half weeks. Um, <laughs> or is that how long? It, yeah, we can have whatever. Time's weird. Things happen um, between this and our recording that d- d- never happened. <laughs> Junkrat and Mercy finally got the much-awaited nerfs, and by much-awaited, I mean dreaded. But, um, the Mercy nerf doesn't feel as bad as I predicted. Yeah, you're right. I was I was very scared of the Mercy nerfs, but honestly, she still feels like Mercy. The, just a little slower, only one res, no instant res while she's in Valkyrie, but it, it still, she still feels good, honestly. I... I think that she feels better because she doesn't feel like a must pick anymore. Um, she mm-hmm. feel like she has like reasons that you want her on her team. She's still very powerful. Valkyrie is an incredible ult. It's great for carrying a push. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, it feels like the other healers have room to breathe, especially Lucio. Um, all of a sudden, I'm seeing all a whole bunch more of him, and it's great. He's back. Back, and I've baby. been playing a lot of Lucio recently, and let me tell you, he's viable again. The, and only because Mercy took a little little <laughs> background seat. That's all. Because no one wanted to play Lucio for some reason. But now he's he's a hot topic. Um, and not just on control points. I see him on, uh, uh, on, you know, the hybrid maps and the payload maps now, and it's nice. The assault maps. See, I feel like the only reason why Lucio um, has uh, given some, uh, has been taken, has been like stepping back. Uh, yeah, I think it's huge. Uh, Mercy has a huge play in that. But at the same time, ever since Owl came out, suddenly everybody's competitive. You know, everybody is on that on that mindset. So I've been seeing a lot more of like, like realistic comps, even in quick play, which is kind of weird. But um you know, everybody, everybody's just, just really trying. And I think they're every, most people are just in the mood to like do real teams as opposed to seeing Genji, Widowmaker, and Hanzo on the same team with one healer and, you know, an attack Sinatra. So, but, <laughs> you know, although I really, like I said, you know, I started using Lucio more only because of that new skin that came out before the year of the dog. He did not get a year of the dog skins, but we'll get into that. Um, but his last skin that got released with, you know, uh, what is it? Over Overworld? What is it? Not Overworld. Blizzard, Blizzard World. World. Uh, Blizzard, World. <laughs> Blizzard World is still an amazing treat. So I, I'm okay with him not getting a skin this this spray this time. So so yeah, Year of the Dog is active, um, and there are six new legendary skins as well as all of the. Um, skins from Year of the Rooster are available again. And I gotta say, like, these are definitely some of my favorite skins in the game. They're they're mostly really beautiful. Um, and even, like, the new ones are all really cool. Except I don't know what's going on with McCree. 
Alright, the six people that got skins, which by the way, there were only six skins, but they are all legendary, which that's pretty cool. Six people that got new skins have been um, uh, the Black Lily skin for Widowmaker. The, you know, I'm just not gonna say them because I really don't wanna. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not gonna uh, yeah, no, disrespect any pronunciations as today. Far, okay, far, well. got a really cool skin. <laughs> uh, Genji got got a new skin. Uh, McCree got a new skin that, for once in his entire existence, doesn't make him look like a stripper. And that I think that's the, why I don't like it. And that is the Magi Strati skin. That's not how you the, say uh, that word. Mercy got a beautiful skin. Oh my gosh, it doesn't even look like Mercy, but holy Oh my cow, god, that's who that is. Great. I was trying to figure it out. <laughs> oh, she's amazing. And then uh, Zarya got a really awesome skin. And to continue her string of absolutely phenomenal skins. Seriously. She's been getting a lot of love a lately lot of with love, her skins. A lot of love. Big fan. And you know what's weird? At the beginning, when I first saw Overwatch coming out and I saw her get released, um, like when they were releasing characters... I really didn't think she would be that big of an impact. When I saw her, I was like, ah, okay. You know, the first, and that was like first impression ever. That's before the year before I actually got the game. But holy cow, not only is she fun, she's really cool. She adds a, uh, a perfect flavor to the, to, the, to the mix. And these new skins, oh man, I feel like everybody realizes that Zarya is freaking awesome. It's so. great because like six months ago, Zarya didn't have any good skins. And I believe she has like four the totally that weird goth skin and, i really yeah. don't like that skin um um so four of the new legendaries else? uh i just wanted to throw in a, a fun little little culture dab no mm-hmm. culture boy in here uh four of the skins for farah genji mercy and zarya uh, are based off of the four symbols in china which are the four mythological creatures in the Chinese constellations and I'm a big fan of that. So they're based they off so of a, the dragon, the bird, the white tiger, and the black turtle um, each representing the seasons and directions uh, wow. in China. And they're so cool. They're so they good. Are. It's really like... I'm gonna, can, I'm gonna... Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say you can tell like a lot of care went into them. Like, Oh, and, yeah. Uh, they're just very detailed and striking. They each uh, have a symbol on them of the animal they represent, yeah. and it's glowing, and it's great. Yeah, like and the Power Rangers. They're the yeah, Power okay. Rangers. Where does Where is Mercy's uh, uh? It's at the symbol. bottom of her little long thing on front. Okay. okay. Tabard. I I've Got actually it. looked at it. It's so good. Okay. Yeah, no, they are really good. And uh, speaking of um, the McCree that we were talking about earlier, so they they definitely took a very different approach with him. Mm-hmm. And um, the reason why I enjoy it so much not only is it because I feel like it's not always capitalizing on his this is the sexy Western guy look for literally every single one of his skins, but like it it makes him look like he's. Like, it, it gives us a look of him, at him without having him be a cowboy, which I think that's crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. that, that makes me very happy because I've only seen him as a cowboy. So I would like to hear some of the, like, maybe he has some things that he says or, Ooh, or something yeah. else Ooh. added to it. I, I would like to know more about, about that skin. I realized looking at it right now what I don't like about the skin, and it's because he's still smoking in the skin. <laughs> he is. <laughs> and look, but, you know, it's just, I don't know, it feels like... Die. 
Yeah, exactly. It feels like McCree is still deep in there. <laughs> and <laughs> I don't know. So it, he kind of looks a little like Hanzo, to be honest. <laughs> well, <Interesting. laughs> um, we did forget. Uh, sorry for this. Um, <laughs> it's it's hard having done it twice um, and like trying to remember what, what to say. But um, I did forget to mention the Junkrat nerfs. I mentioned both Mercy and mm. Junkrat got nerfed. Real quick, the Junkrat nerfs came through, um, and basically his Concussion Mine has fall-off damage now, so you can't use it for cheap shots and, um, like, you know, guaranteeing kills as easily. You have to be more precise with them. Um, is mm-hmm. that... yeah, and you actually that. have to learn about his hit- hitboxes. Because yeah. before now, yeah. you didn't really you have didn't. to know about yeah. his advice. I'm, I'm a fan <laughs> of the change. I really am. Yeah. So it, also new in the Year of the Dog is CTF. They've had CTF stuff go on before. I'm assuming they probably released it at the, the, the Year of the Rooster event last year. I think you're right. Um, and I never liked CTF because it seemed like at least half of the games ended in draws. And it's like, why am I wasting my time? Um, mm. but there's a competitive mode now, there's a special new map that's, like, CTF only, which is kind of cool, I guess. Um, again, I don't really like CTF in this game, but whatever. Um, and there have been some more updates, um, including, or, or included... I mean, there's also new, uh, there's just a few more new cosmetic things. There was one more new highlight intro that was released, a McCree oh. highlight intro, that is really amazing. Oh my it, goodness, it, it I totally, totally missed captures, that. Yep, it totally captures good. everything. Like, it definitely keeps the BAMF about McCree in that highlight intro in case the skin Oh, he's didn't got a diva one now. That's so cool. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you know what? It, that is. And then we got two <laughs> new emotes uh, showing us a little love for uh, Doomfist. I, we've been seeing that a little bit more lately, which is pretty cool because Doomfist oh. did mm-hmm. take a little time off not getting anything after he got released. Which, I mean, like, I feel like Moira got a new emote much quicker than most characters get new stuff when they're released. And um, one of my favorites, Roadhog's secret friend emote. Where he pulls out the little stuffed onion and pokes it and then giggles a little bit and uh and it's so it good. I love it. I don't like that it's called Secret Friend. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> That's a little weird. That's unsettling to me. I'm I'm actually Roadhog's <laughs> secret friend, spoiler alert. Uh Jeff did not want me to tell you that. But you know. Um so yeah, also new with the the uh, competitive CTF stuff, there's a there's been a change. Um, in CTF, apparently Lucio using Wall Ride will make the flag drop, um, which is weird. I mean, like, I-, I get that he could do some cheap stuff, but like, that's that's how the whole game is, right? And you you got to focus that one target or whatever. And you still have Reaper with Wraith Form and Teleport. You still have like just Winston's jump, like Winston with mm-hmm. Primal Rage could probably secure a kill or a capture um pretty consistently um i don't know uh what do you guys think i haven't played enough ctf to care (laughs) i haven't played any ctf so i think i'm gonna give myself a personal challenge as to experience it because i did not get into overwatch during the time to catch the chinese new year so uh 
you know, this is a, this is a total new game mode to me, just like Lucio Ball. So I I don't know. I'm kind of interested to see what it's about, and yeah. the fact that they had to <laughs> felt it necessary to nerf Lucio's wall ride while holding a flag makes me think that there might be a little more strategy to it than I was Im- imagining initially. So I will I'll check it out, and I will give you guys my opinion next week. Okay. All right. Cool. Well, speaking of challenges, that will be your just personal challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, our challenge that we had to do was make up some homework if i can remember to that that back back way back eons yeah, yeah. ago when we I, I wanna, our last challenge i want to talk uh, about a few more updates that i think are important oh, that happened right. these last couple weeks oh the ui stuff yes some really cool ui stuff go on ray uh first things first uh you can now change your skin while selecting your hero during a game at the in- oh, beginning, okay. there's a little drop-down, cool. and you can show off your fashions, yeah, and it's great. I like that. Um, About time. What matchmaking <laughs> UI now shows what game mode you're doing, what you're queued which for, is. which is <laughs> great. About time. Yep. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and, and the hero select screen shows the game mode and the map type, which is amazing. Yeah. Okay. Finally. Cool. Something uh, definitely some things. some well deserved quality of life things that kind of show mm-hmm. us that Overwatch cares about us. So yeah, I've, I've cool. complained about that on this podcast about how <laughs> the loading screens don't show you what game mode you're getting into, and I don't know why it took them so long. But it's I'm because glad that Papa it's Jeff listens to this podcast specifically, and oh, he's like, okay. "Oh, I didn't think about that, that." Must be he must be our one listener in Pamina. Yeah. Pamina. Panama. <laughs> yes. Uh, I love <laughs> A couple more things. Zenyatta's orb of discord and harmony shows the target's name now, which it didn't do when they updated it to showing okay. the health of whoever he's targeting. That's so pretty interesting. It shows and the a, name and, and the player's name, which is nice. And I imagine that's going to make, uh, and I, I know it doesn't probably doesn't seem like much, but you know, referring back to when I first started the game and using Zenyatta like crazy, I feel like that's going to make Zenyatta much more approachable for new players. Like, yeah, he won't seem so, uh, 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 you know, cause info management <laughs> is a little better for people. Yeah. First time I played it, stupid, stupid, like little thing. But first time I played Zenyatta, um, I thought that, you know, I was giving out multiple orbs like when i did yeah it. yeah right. so did i like yeah. you know you left click to you left click to shoot and do damage and then you right click to or you you, you shift to uh to shoot shoot out healing orbs yeah right like i thought <laughs> it was like that yeah <laughs> i thought that too um and my number one hero doomfist also had some changes your doomfist number one is hero. not my number one hero <laughs> um his hand cannon his knuckle boomies um uh, it it now does reduced damage from 11 to 6 damage Gross. but the number of bullets increased from 6 to 11 right so the so overall damage good. of the shot is the same um right. still 66 it's just 11 pellets with six damage instead of six pellets with 11 damage which is great because it makes that damage a little bit more consistent a little bit easier mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. you know if you miss one pellet you are losing you're not losing as much um <clears throat> and I'm pretty sure that ammo comes back faster. I'm Hi, sorry. I was, I was charging my fist. My apologies. But I, I honestly am so. just a little shook at the core right now. Joe, what did you say? Um, I'm pretty sure his ammo recharges faster now, too. Ooh, Good. Okay. So I just, feel like that's huge for him. 
Absolutely um, important. That might be on the PTR. Um, okay. But I, I'm, I'm not sure. Ooh, um, speaking of PTR, um, okay. There's the. We'll talk about this more in detail in the future. But today I learned that May, Sombra, and Hanzo are all getting changes to their kits. Mm-hmm. So don't know what's coming. Uh, I'm pretty sure that info's yeah. out there, but look forward they to must really us love talking us. about it. Yeah, I'm, they must I'm excited. really love Overwatch players. I'm excited for <laughs> Sombra needed out. it so badly, mm-hmm. and I thought I was just being a freaking noob, trash, garbage by saying that because I just didn't get her. But wow, like I mean, you still I are. like her. She's still effective. She's very effective, but like, I would love to see what they can do after she's been out for this long. Like, come mm-hmm. on, show me something. And what yeah. about hey? In all the hubbub, what about Hero Twenty Seven? When should we expect them? I'm I think I speculated. Much. I speculated that, that they'd come out after the Year of the Dog. Actually, Hero Twenty Seven is actually getting his own video game. That's a Blizzard exclusive. Oh, it's Overwatch a, Two, a two D platformer called Overwatch, Overwatch two. again. And basically, it is um, a game where you're a mute. And now I'm joking. I won't get that. Oh, <laughs> we'll get to okay, that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, our challenge. Yes. Um, if 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 I may be permitted to move on to the challenge segment. Yes, sir. I will allow it. Okay. Um, <laughs> so we had to make up some homework. Um, we had first each of us had assignments that we have missed in the past. Um, Ray had to do some roadhog hooks. Is that correct? Yes, I did some hook 'em ups, and uh, I I did it. I don't remember all the details, but I did I do it. All the details. <laughs> we had to get 70% hook accuracy on at least 10 hooks thrown. Yes, and I did meet that criteria in mystery. It just kind of happened right before yeah, I was going to dive in to actually do it. And I'm like, well. But you never died, right? I'm just going to nod my head. Cause don't you... nod. It's a podcast. Because <laughs> you <laughs> lagged again. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, oh that was the God. correct response, though, right? <laughs> yeah. It's been pretty yeah. okay, but now that you're talking to me directly, it just keeps lagging at the important you, bits. You never died, is that correct? Correct, because it was mystery hero, and right. I, I, yeah. I, I might have been a hero before Roadhog, but it was very short-lived, and then I survived as him throughout the whole thing. Okay, good, cool. good. Congratulations, Ray. I, I think he deserves Thank a round you. of applause. That is very good. I'm proud of you. I don't mean to, to step on your parade, but this is also one that I missed. I tried it when we originally did it. Um, but when we recorded the first version of this episode, I had not been able to complete it. Oh, yeah. I remember that. In the interim, I have. I ended a game with 73% hook accuracy and lots of hooks thrown. Mm, um, wow. Juicy. Congrats. Hollywood attack, I believe. Um, felt pretty good about it. Yeah. So. All right. Instead of stepping on my parade, let's have a joint parade. Terrence, I, join I us in our parade. Extra credit, I think. I didn't do the hook, boy. That's <laughs> but okay. I did my what homework. did you do? I did the 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 tank deathmatch top four challenge, which doesn't sound correct. I I got in the top four ranked in uh, free for all deathmatch with a tank character after three attempts well the middle one was kind of a half attempt but I'll, I'll explain i started off with zarya and i thought i was doing really good but i actually came second to last zarya is really difficult to be to, <laughs> I forgot to, that. to do team deathmatch but um i mean it 
it's it's really difficult having zero access to one of your abilities. I mean, it kind of just put it in perspective how important it is for your character to be able to utilize every single one of their skills. Mm-hmm. Um, the second time I did it, I was at the Chateau, and um, I was using Winston. I don't know what it's actually called. What Chateau what did it's, it's it's the team deathmatch Chateau Gouillard. Okay, well then I said it. Chateau. Uh, yeah, you didn't yeah. hear me? Like, come on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> with Winston, and I backfilled, but I came in fifth place, and I got play of the game. And it was like the last, like, couple of minutes, but I was really, I was really giving it to those boys. I'm still sad way. that you didn't win. I remember this now. Yeah. Yeah. Go on, and tell the next part. Oh, the man. This, this must be such... I'm I'm really curious about editing this episode, because this is probably going to be a fucking wild listening experience. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, the, we the all have amnesia. Time. Yeah, and, and we're all like... We're all like... Some of us are saying the same things. We, anyway, um, we... Uh, the third time, I got second place with Winston again, but um, the person that won was a Torbjorn, and there were three Torbjorns. Torbjorns. Putting turrets up at Dorado. It was unbelievably difficult. You didn't get third place. I got got second place. second place, and you had... I said second place. Oh, my bad. Deja vu or something. (laughs) And you had 13 kills. Uh I remember this. I remember that, too. (laughs) Torbjorn got up to 20, and you in second place had 13. Fucking stupid. (laughs) You didn't have to mention all that. Go on. I was going I, to town in case anyone's. Yeah, wondering. no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that town's called Dorado. Guess who was? Uh, ooh, I like that. Thank you, Ray. Uh, <laughs> guess who was really causing a pain in my hiney? Um, Anna Torbjorn. I Widow? didn't give you guys a chance to guess. No, you didn't. <laughs> Anna. <laughs> Anna. Was she it was Anna? A, she was a she was a pain woman, and I saw the Anna and the um, Hanzo on top. Uh, teaming up together and i know they were teaming up together because they were really close by and would not attack each other i was pissed <laughs> Rude. But, um, maybe it's but, like yeah, a sniper I mean, agreement that it was yeah. it was, it was a hunger agreement. games it was a hunger games situation and it was very scary all right and joe Winston got full i well, also did the tank team tech not team solo death match team. um and i got in third place as winston Second place is Roadhog, and first place is Diva. And the maps that I didn't come in first were ones that I remember going through this last time, where where McCrees were dominating because McCrees are really good at, at picking up that last bit of damage and securing that kill. So it doesn't matter. It doesn't right? Yeah, getting Tesla shot by a revolver can... really hurts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know so that's hard out. to imagine. So. But good job. We all got A pluses on our home. We all got A pluses. That was that was a lot of fun. I'm I'm glad I, I came in second place though. Is that like an A minus? Maybe I'm a giving plus? you a plus. Deal with it. You get an A. To, um, you get an A, Terrence. You get an A, and there's a little sticker, a little tiny sticker that's just to the top right of it. Um, and so you don't know if it's an A plus or an A minus or an A neutral. You'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> Thank uh, you. I feel like I've earned it. <laughs> so um, that's the bulk of our amnesia. Well, that was remember. You're forgetting the group assignment. Oh, I am. Yeah, <laughs> it's did. incredible. I am. We I did. forgot. We did the Omnic Crisis Challenge again. This time with Victor on our plate. Victor? 
Victor is our friend. I don't... Okay, yes. Our friend Victor. Um, we did Dominic Crisis again. This time, we decided to do the smart thing and start with the characters we were most comfortable with. So I was Zenyatta, Joe was Arisa, Terrence was Bastion. And <laughs> remind me how that went, because I'm really bad at remembering past 24 hours ago. So I, I, I remember it. We were at Horizon Lunar Dawn, and the first... Uh, <laughs> point we were defending the first point was stolen out of our grasp so intensely it was very painful for all of us and then we were, we were kind of like oh yeah we're not gonna do it but we kept it going and on that second point they could not get us off i remember this game yeah. now i remember yeah, a hiding a lot because there was like a sniper constantly trying to kill me but yeah. they yeah. couldn't we had a widow on our, our team who was to. good mm. Uh, and helpful, but we also had a Symmetra on our team that was garbage, and they switched to Hanzo, I believe, and were also garbage at that. Um, mm -hmm. So, like, I remember that we were doing a bulk of the like the heavy lifting, and I think we also ran it on attack and did not, and were not successful with it. And I think that that it's like, yeah, we we attacked on Blizzard World first, and then mm -hmm. we defended on on Horizon, right? And it's like, I. I I don't believe that, that that comp is too hard to pick around. Bastion's a little bit nishy, and um, uh, Zenyatta is not like a, a fantastic healer, but mm. um, like that's you know you have a DPS at, like the tank and a healer, and um, I don't know. It's really not hard to fill that out, and our team was like not. On both maps, really, was not really cooperating with us whatsoever. Did we and get a second healer in either of those games, or was it just... We, had, we, got, a, we got a Moira. Moira. Okay, the, mm -hmm. oh, that's right. In Lunar Colony, right? There was a Moira? On both, was, I believe, on actually. Okay. No. Either with the we Moira. had a second healer. On, we didn't have a second healer on Lunar Colony. Oh. On defense. Um, but when we were attacking, we had a Moira, but I think we also had a Tracer and a Genji, and both of them just get yeah, getting themselves killed right. over and over again. And it, like... You know, we would go in there and we would get two or three kills, and then we wouldn't have any follow through, and we'd get, mm -hmm. you know, we'd get we'd get killed. Or, or I would I would go down. Learn? We learned that we perform best when we stick to our roles. <laughs> yes, and we shouldn't <laughs> allow ourselves to get discouraged if we try to flex roles. It doesn't mean that the comp I, doesn't work. It doesn't mean that we're bad. It just means that we're less comfortable at doing things that we're not used to. I didn't learn anything. Oh, because Rain knows everything. He's perfect. No, I just I'm I'm bullheaded and I I will not be flexible. Bullheaded? Yeah, yeah that's, that's a that's phrase, a right? Yeah. That's, <clears throat> Did you I could also just say horny? No. Does bullheaded mean horny? Sometimes. Bulls have horns on their heads. <laughs> like. <laughs> Okay, so it's time for the review section. Um, this week we're doing. <laughs> you gotta. That's. <laughs> I, I you can't. can't just start the review section. I'm you have to still, close out. The, you gotta still, dive I'm, into that. So that's I, our. That was our challenge, of our homework that we made up, and then we missed a week of the show. So I don't know where that leaves us, but what it means is that we're setting challenges aside for a little while. 
Um, we want to rethink that. And if you have any good challenge suggestions, feel free to send them in and we will probably do them. But um, in the meantime, we're going to, we're reworking a couple of things with the show. So um, let's move on to our review. Welcome to the review. Ray, what did we review the first time? I'll tell you what we reviewed the first time, Ray. We looked at Owlboy. My gosh, you committed! Owlboy, uh, if I recall, is a platform adventure game, 2D, right? Yeah, Um, that's correct. Released in 2016, but it was recently released for the Nintendo Switch, um... A day ago while we're recording this. So yeah. happy Happy Valentine's Boy. Day, by the way, guys. Will happy you be Valentine's my Day. will you buy my I'm Once I decode what you said, maybe. Be em. Be em, please. Um Owlboy is a platform game. <laughs> <laughs> where you play as Ray. An, an owl boy named Do Otis. you have a Valentine already? I don't have time for oh a Valentine. It's me. I'm my Valentine. <laughs> I love it. I'm We're so glad good. we went down this line. We okay. are having such a good night. <laughs> Gross. All right, never mind. Let's <laughs> let's hear about Owlboy. <laughs> um, Owlboy is set in a place in the sky, and it's basically a little Owlboy named Otis going on an adventure. And I want to get your guys' impressions because I think with this game it's not it's your experience that matters especially for this game so i want Mm -hmm. to know what you guys felt during this trounce well me being the 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 less the the least knowledgeable about the game i will start i began playing the game in 2004 no you're thinking about (laughs) wow you're thinking about wow other game other game I I started I played the game a couple weeks ago and wow, I played through boy. the first uh sorry the first <laughs> I dabbed Ray dabbed I dabbed congratulations what um, is you this episode dab, guys we're You're, falling apart it's also night let us let us keep it's in mind also that it's night like and we already technically my, recorded this my bedtime. this is this, this is a nightmare mess I'm really sorry guys hey, for this speaking audio of dumpster. nightmares. Um, Owlboy starts with a nightmare. Yeah, Terrence, no, go. Let, let, yeah, Terrence, please. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you start off in a nightmare, and your teacher first gives you inspiring words, talking about how much he loves you and how you're gonna be everything that he wants to, that he is, because he's perfection, and you're almost there. And then you begin to mess up literally everything, including flying. Like, come on, that's the easiest thing to do. <laughs> Anyway, so you you uh, you hear the nightmare people make fun of you, and you just can't handle it. Also, your character's a mute, so if you didn't get the joke earlier, now you do, honey. Um, uh, when you uh, you start off as you know, you're a mute boy. He's so adorable, and he obviously has very high anxiety about performance, performance-based anxiety, and um, he Not is anxiety. It's something else. He is. <laughs> Joe's gone. Can we please stop making dick jokes? <laughs> what? Joe is gone. Um, uh, you I are... had some funny tea, and it's making me feel all weird and woogly. Tea is codenamed for 
I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna go into your bait. It's... I'm not gonna go into your bait, Joe. Anyway, um, so you start off by uh, doing your. Um, apparently, your job is to watch out for pirates, and you fail again. And uh, when you fail again, because you can't talk or relay any feelings you might have about the situation, um, you know, you just get blamed and you kind of shrug it off because Otis is kind of like a G. He also has to deal with um, bullying, <laughs> which is a really important. Uh, topic that I was able to get right out the get go is understanding that you know even in bully even in video games bullying kinda is absolutely the worst. So I, I really enjoy the artwork. The artwork looks really really retro, but has a nostalgic hug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, a hug. Um, that is a good word. That this this game hugs you. Yeah, and uh, you are you are partnered up with your best friend Getty. Giddy. Oh, I got it. <laughs> um, and he is about about the same uh i guess popularity tier as you and um he but he's cool he he defends you and he defends another guy that gets picked on by the same bullies and he seems to be the one who has owned himself and is uh happy about who he is and he is a great supporting role i, yeah. I really appreciate his company Always you feel like you have a friend when he's mm-hmm. near you so yes. Uh, after the pirates attack and you realize you fail, you're, you're given another task because, you know, some people just don't learn their lessons to go out of the village that you start off in. And that's where I stopped playing the game. What did you think of the gameplay? Like, not, not the story and the stuff like that, but... Well, the gameplay definitely feels like an older game. It it almost feels like Super Mario World Mm, with your cape. And that's, that's Mm. like, if you ever played that, that's almost exactly what it is. You can twirl... Um, you get, you can carry Giddy, and he, he, suddenly you can, uh, point and shoot with his blaster. Mm -hmm. And I believe that that might be the theme of carrying another, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Friend. Uh, Yeah, I guess that'll work. Um, (laughs) I, I believe that that is the main function of carrying another person is so that they can shoot. Because your tail can break, what, stone? And he yeah. can shoot through wood and enemies. Yeah, <laughs> which is weird. It, it doesn't make any sense when you hit them with your tail; they kind of just bounce. But you get the picture. So yeah, no, the gameplay definitely uh, is a hats off to games that we definitely grew up with. And when I mean grow up, I mean like like first day video games for sure. Yeah, okay. the art and the music. Um... And like the way that the the ensemble cast kind of comes together, it is to me it's very reminiscent of Chrono Trigger, which mm. I, I I had been like itching for. I'm still itching for it, but um, this kind of scratched that itch a little bit. Um, I, I don't know. So the, I don't think that the gameplay is is it, it's strong suit. It's a platformer. It's a puzzler. You can fly. Um, and when you're flying, it's also kind of a twin six shooter, but it's not too fast paced. It's not too, like, it's not punishing because even if you run out of health, you just respawn and try again. Um, it's like, it, it didn't, it, it wasn't particularly challenging and I don't think games need to be challenging for them to be good, but it was just like, mm-hmm. uh, to me, it felt like the gameplay was almost a chore, 
not quite that bad, but it was just like the busy work that I had to do in between the cutscenes and in between the conversations and in between getting to know the characters better. Um, and I think that, you know, having that space there is important um, for those to give time for those bonds to build and, um, you know, those story beats to, to land. But what I think is the most interesting part of this game is um, the character development, the psyche of these characters. Like, this, I mean, in, in, in Otis is a really good example because as we said, the game starts in a nightmare sequence and it's not immediately apparent that it's a nightmare. Um, you like one of the first lines, I think actually the first line is Otis's teacher, uh, saying to him, uh, you can be as great as me someday, even though you're a mute. And it's like really weird that they would like, that's just a weird thing to say. It was very jarring. Draw attention to that. And, then when Otis wakes up and you meet the the real teacher and the real people and how people interact with him, it's it's clear where those fears and where those anxieties come from because people aren't like people don't constantly call it out and constantly say he's a failure and stuff like that. But like there's definitely an air of, you know, people talk about it. Like people talk to his face about how he's a mute and tell him he you know, has made mistakes in the past. Maybe not that he always screws everything up, but that he has been a little bit of a letdown or a disappointment lately. And it's really cool. Well, I mean, it's it's kind of depressing, Jeez. but it's cool to see how he grows through that because the things mm-hmm. that Otis ends up doing, um, at least in the time that I played, are actually kind of really badass. And and I didn't even think about it when I was playing, but Terrence brought it up. Man, I'm I'm excited now. I'm jazzed again. Um, <laughs> of how Otis is a mute and he can't he can't really tell the story about what he's doing, and he doesn't have a way of expressing what he's been through. Um, all he can do is try to press on and do the next mm-hmm. assignment, and he does some really cool stuff. Um, and there's i don't really want to get too deep into this but his teacher in real life is kind of an asshole um not as bad as he is in the dream but as you go through the game you start to see where that comes from in that character he's not just like a one-dimensional asshole teacher character he has motivations and reasons and those become clear as you go through the story so all of that stuff, I think, is really well done, and I haven't played it since. I've had a lot of stuff going on, but um, I'm excited to, to play through the rest of it, because it seems like it's probably not too long, um, and uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of the story. Um, nice, guys. I've played almost at the end of this game. Uh, I got to a really difficult, pla- for me, difficult platforming <laughs> section, which says scrub. a lot. I'm I'm kind of like the platforming master between the three of us. Not at all. <clears throat> but I, I stopped playing and I just never went back, but I want to go back because like Joe and Terrence are saying, the characters are really what drive the game and what is special about the game because the gameplay throughout is pretty standard like like joe says you solve some puzzles you shoot enemies you go through different sections to get to the next story beat but 
when you get to those sections with where the characters interact and that something happens in the story, it's very impactful, very important. And I just want to see where our characters end up because I care a lot about them and where their story ends because they started off at a very, not a very low point, but like a point where it didn't seem like they could do much. And now it's, what's the word I'm looking for? There's higher stakes and they're invested. And I'm invested in the characters because they're all very charming. So the characters become relied on. I hmm, I don't remember if they get relied on, but I don't think it's about other like people relying that. on them. It's about them understanding that they're doing things for because they want and need to. Like, oh my god, that's so cool. God, it's I... not because they're being forced to do anything or because okay. they should. Be, it's well, because okay, they should spoilers. Be. Jeez. No, no. I... <laughs> you pretty much told us the whole story. I, I don't. Thanks. I don't gotta play it anymore. Um, <laughs> and then everybody dies. I think that if you're the kind of person who likes fast-paced action or challenging platforming or puzzles that'll make your brain crawl. Um, <laughs> then Owlboy probably isn't for you, but if you're the kind of person who likes games that like tug on your heartstrings... Um, Dang it! Go on. What? I was gonna ask you guys a very important question that I wanna feel like, based on how we answer this, see if we can like incorporate this into more episodes, but why would you play this game? Like, oh, well. Oh. Perfect. Hey. <laughs> um... If I, if I was in a great mood or if I was in a terrible mood and I was alone and I wanted to eat some ice cream and play a video game, Owlboy. Okay. <laughs> I, I would play this game in between some bigger games as like a break to refresh yeah. and to just kind of okay. like center myself again in my gaming mm-hmm like mindset of why i play video games that's yeah very abstract okay. but i hope that no makes definitely sense. um i think i haven't really thought about it but i think it's probably a really good idea to port it to the switch i think it would be a, a really good fit so if you haven't played it yet and you have a switch um and you are into this kind of thing um shorter narrative i mean not short it's like it's probably what around 10 hours or so yeah we could probably look it up um but you know it's not it's not super long either it's not a huge (laughs) time commitment um but i think it'd be a really good fit i feel like and and it's a little niche Mm -hmm. like quiche um because it rhymes yeah but that's the only reason (laughs) (laughs) but i feel like the reasoning is that it's quiche but um, the I feel like it would be a great game for your kids to like for you to like let a younger sibling play and you can watch them and then solve the harder puzzles for them if they don't get it and and I feel like they would get all the enjoyment that they get out of an adventure game because it's not too tasking and um, I feel like you can also enjoy it from watching the gameplay like I feel like you do not have to play the game to enjoy it like the story and everything yeah just kind of taking it in because i I don't want to go as far to say as it's it's beautiful to look at but it is i don't know for somebody who who came up on things like 
like Chrono Trigger and and um I was, I was gonna was say Final to Fantasy. Say, I was about to say Breath of Fire too, which I'm pretty sure like nobody has played. Um <laughs> I saw it in the room. Still but still it, curious. One day. It, it uh it it really it really scratches that itch and it the title screen is beautiful. I, I will stand by that. It, mm. The way that, like, it, it kind of, like, there's this camera pan up on this, um, I don't know, it's like sunset on the floating islands, and it looks it looks gorgeous. Um, so if that aesthetic doesn't sell you, don't buy it. Okay. <laughs> um, I actually just remembered that one of my coworkers today said that he bought Owlboy oh yesterday, oh. clearly, cool. since it came out Did he yesterday. listen to the Phantom episode and think, hmm, it sounds like my... Like no, no, but he he's saying he's he's you know not done with the game, but he's saying things that we're saying. He said like the art is beautiful, the characters are great, and I just realized that he's praising the things that stand out. Yeah, he actually only listened to Ray's recording, and yeah. that's what made him want to. Get well, you know what? If I wanted his opinion, I'd have him on the goddamn show. All right. Well, he keeps asking me to, to add have him on the show. Thing. Please let yes. him. Okay. <laughs> All right, please. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. So I think I know what we're all thinking. Yes, that's because we've already How answered the question. How did my hair get this long? <laughs> time. The answer is time. Um, um, okay, wait. I'm gonna be clear here. I don't remember <laughs> if I said yes or no last week. <laughs> God, how long you... was this week? I, like. <laughs> It's it might have been the longest week in a real long time, Joe. It might have. I honestly have can't remember, but I'm going to give an answer regardless. Okay, Ray, what's your answer? Is Owlboy worth your Overwatch time? Not going to do no. a drum roll because that would be obnoxious. Oh. No, it is not. Um, oh. I do think it is worth your gaming time overall. Okay. I know... Right. We always I mean, that's like, really close to Overwatch time. I know. We always <laughs> crawl around, like, play it, but instead do this instead of Overwatch. But I'm saying it is definitely worth your time. Just not Overwatch. Go play Overwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody Terrence? does not me. Terrence, what do you think? I believe that, for the same reasons that I gave why I would play it, I don't think it's worth your Overwatch time. Because I think if you're tired... Of gaming, or, or like, say you're burnt out on Overwatch, say you had enough for the day, you play it, or you watch somebody else play it. Like, it's it's like an interactive storybook, and I think it can mm. be used as such. Speaking of storybook, I also think that this game is not worth your Overwatch time. Yeah, Ray just sneezed a whole I bunch was... on it. It was hilarious. No, I was calm. <laughs> oh, okay. well, let's pretend funny. I sneezed. Um. Owlboy is not worth your Overwatch time. You should play Overwatch. Um, there's a lot more stuff going on there. But Owlboy is worth your book time. <laughs> so play Owlboy instead uh, of reading okay, a book. I was... <laughs> okay. All right. That's Education. Fair. It's still a form of heartfelt entertainment. Yeah, it is. It's, it, there's character development. There's It just also has like, it's like a picture book. <laughs> And, like, most books have owls, it, it right? It is like a picture book, to be completely honest. I can imagine reading a picture book of Owl Boy. I mean, why would I be reading a picture book when I could be... <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're literally describing Paper Mario now. We need to, I'm sorry. We need to stop this. All right. 
Well, again, <laughs> to our loyal listeners, I am sorry for this audio dumpster. Um, Travis. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, we'll be back fresh next week with new content. Oh, next week we will be playing Subnautica. Uh, which less recently <laughs> released on Steam. It was pretty recent when we first recorded. Um, but it's, Fun fact. it's been in... Go on. Um, Y'all go get it. It's really important for you it, to it, do it this is. now. Go on. It is. Um, the name of the game that we're reviewing next week is actually Subnautica. Nightmares from Ray's Nightmares. Okay. Did, you, did that really need to go in the <laughs> middle of my sentence? Well, you were done saying it. I wasn't. When when I cut you off. <laughs> I don't know if there's a lag between us. Yes. <laughs> because I thought you were done talking. You you were done when I cut you off. <laughs> that's how I think, right? Thank you. <laughs> no, seriously, I thought you were done talking, and that's why I wanted oh, to throw God. that in there. Um... <laughs> Let's just retry it. I'll cut you off again. No. <laughs> Fun fact. I'll cut you off again. Please go again. Joe. Subnautica came out on Steam. It's been out uh, in early access for years, but it finally released the full version, and it's like an exploration of the deep sea game. Uh, <gasps> that so. sounds like fun. No. Okay. So well. get your science ready, and let's book. <laughs> hey. <laughs> No, let's not book. Let's Owlboy. God, hey, Scholastic, we're lost. Can you stop? <laughs> oh, we missed the hour bracket bit, right? I thought we were That's specifically fine. not bringing that back, and I am That's hurt fine. that you were it's telling fine. me that we could have brought it's it back. Fine. No, we couldn't have. It's fine. All right, uh, so for this week's Owl bra- Bracket, we got Fred the Owl from Fire Emblem Heroes, Otis from Owlboy, Snow Owl Anna, and Dartrix from Pokemon. Is that a sticky note? You yeah. have a sticky note? What about... <laughs> What about Kebora Gebora from Ocarina we of about Time? We did already. I have listen, no memory of this. Lo- listen to our other podcast, Owl Bracket, where we talk about owls in a fighting arena scenario. You know, in third grade, I dissected an owl pellet. Does that have anything to do with this? That it means might. you're playing with poop. Congratulations. <laughs> it's vomit. So oh, gross. Anyway, Subnautica. I'm very scared. I'm very scared yeah, I'm looking to play this game. Oh, shit. Ray is coming out this weekend. We're all going <gasps> to play it together and watch Ray freak the hell out. <laughs> We're I also feel... going to be podcasting here? No, no. Nope. I just feel like I, I lost so a year sorry. of my life just thinking about this game already. I'm so excited. All right. I hope I you all are, life. too. Um, again, no new challenges next week. If you do have any suggestions for games to play or challenges, uh, send them tweet at overwitchcast or send an email to gmail. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) It's in the show notes. Have a good one. This has been Overwitch. I'm Joe. I'm Terrence. And I'm Ray. And remember... We love you. <laughs> I knew it. That. I knew it. Well, I 
Joe, I'm, I'm so sorry for this episode. I'm, was, I'm scared. Um, but we'll see what happens. Oh my gosh, I just hit X instead of stop. Yeah, okay. Uh, 